Welcome to the She's the Owner podcast, a podcast where we talk about business, relationships, mindset, and even sex. We go deep on how the masculine and feminine can show up in all areas in life and how to make those energies work for you rather than against you. So grab a coffee and buckle up. This is the She's the Owner podcast. Hey guys, as always, we appreciate a five-star review if this podcast has brought you some insight or giggles or whatever in between. Either way, we'd love to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. Hey everybody, it's the She's the Owner podcast. I'm your host, Kara McCarran. It is Monday, September 18th. Um, I will tell you ahead of time, this is going to be a hard one. Um, I haven't done a podcast probably most of the summer, so I apologize for not having updated episodes. Um, I had a great summer and, um, you know, just spent a lot of time with my girlfriends and, you know, did the things that you're supposed to do during the summer. So I apologize for not having any current episodes or, or ones in a minute for those of you who are regulars. Um, as always, I appreciate you listening to the stuff I spew. Um, and when I say today is going to be a hard one, um, it's because I'm focusing on somebody that um, has been a part of a part of my journey and a part of my life um, for, I guess, since 2018. And has recently passed. And her name is Jessie Lee Ward. And it is being felt uh, literally around the world that this woman has passed. And I'm going to talk a little bit about about my thoughts on it and maybe a bit of a tribute to her. I don't know yet. I'm not really sure how this one's going to go. I'm just letting you know that this is, this is really, I want to talk about Jesse Lee. And actually just as I'm recording this, I just turned my phone on and there's a already a tribute to her. So if you don't, don't follow her on Instagram. I mean, like, what do what do you even say? Go follow her. She's not, but if you want to go and, and rewatch her content, it's amazing. Um, so, and there's a good, good chance I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to cry. Like let's, I cry on the best of times. I cry on the best of episodes. So today's not going to be any different. Um, but what I want to say kind of to start is that I'm pissed off. I am fucking angry that she died. And I know that we, you know, those are, there's certain stages of grief, et cetera. And I get that I've lost more people than I want to even think about. But what I'm pissed about is, well, there's a number of things, but let me, let me backtrack and just kind of explain how I met her and how I became, you know, like it's hard. It's weird because we're hurt, you know, you're online friends. You're not go out to dinner friends, but you still are friends and she's still a part of your life. Even if you've never spoken to her or anything, she, she was an incredible, incredible human, is an incredible human and, um, or was right. I mean, I don't even know. It's fucking weird to say, but whatever. 
Um, I met her at a networking event in New York. I went when I was still part of the content company running that with my ex-husband. And I went, I did a ton of networking for the business. And one of the things that I'd done was gone to, to New York. And um, it was this like really kind of seedy, speak easy in the middle of, I think it was in Hell's Kitchen. It was put on by a company called Bold Worldwide. Um, Brian um, Cristiano did, is that his name? I might be getting that wrong. Um, but he has a, a huge media company and he put on this event and she was one of the speakers. And I remember when he was introducing her and there was like maybe a hundred people, like it was a small event. And I remember when he was introducing her, he's like, she's a lot, you know, kind of brace yourselves guys. Cause she's a lot. And she came out and she was a lot. And I remember thinking, holy fuck, like, okay, girl, calm down a little. Like she really was kind of over the top. And at the time I hadn't done a ton of work on myself yet. And I hadn't done, um, I'd done a couple of Tony Robbins things. I think I maybe did one, like I hadn't really done the work on myself to this point. So I, I was a little bit put off by her to be totally honest. And it was interesting because in the middle of her talk, she said, you know, being authentic, like she always talked about being authentic and how important it is to just be who you are and not be this full of shit person. And she was talking about herself. And then she, she said something along the lines of like, you know, if you want to have a different hairstyle or you want to have something unique or whatever, like, and then she called me out she goes, yeah, like there's like a girl here with a side shave. I used to have a side shave and like not everybody can pull off a side side shave. And, um, at the time my hair was really short and I did have a side shave and I was like, holy fuck, like the sensory acuity to even just call that out. And I was like, wow, she's a cool chick. And I connected with her. We had a little conversation that night and I, you know, I was instantly, I was like, wow, she's amazing. She's a cool, she's different, right? She, cause she was, but I, I like her. And I think maybe I need to like bury my stupid judgments and just whatever. So I started following her and we started, you know, like she started to follow me and we connected in through Instagram. And then one day I asked her to come on my podcast and she did. And it was such an amazing conversation. And she was dating this Ukrainian guy at the time who was kind of, well, not kind of, he was a douchebag, but he was very masculine. And so her and I got to talk up because that's what typically this podcast is about. I ruined my camera. Hang on. Um, so we, we talked about business and how to stay in the feminine and it was a great podcast. I really enjoyed it. And then just from then on, we just sort of kept in touch through Instagram. She was always very supportive. You know, I would send her stuff about like just dumb shit, you know, sometimes and she would respond and I would respond and we go back and forth like that for a bunch of years. And she was always very supportive of what I was doing. I bought ketones from her. That was the company that she was vice president of was prove it. Um, I was part of her silver accelerator most recently. So I just, and I always always gave her shout outs like over the years because she really changed how I viewed a lot of things, everything really about how I ran my business and how I showed up online and just how to be consistent. And did I always do it perfectly? No, but she definitely was somebody that I would watch and then be like, okay, well, Jesse Lee's on there. Maybe it's, I better get on there. Right. Like it was always, she pushed you without realizing she was pushing you. Maybe she did realize it, but she, I don't think she realized the level at which she encouraged you, us as business owners to do what we did. And I'm not in an MLM. 
but I still treated my business differently because of her. And over the years, she did become um, softer. And I thought that was really interesting. And then when she got sick in March, in February, she got really, really soft. And her feminine energy just radiated from every thing she did. And I thought it was so beautiful. And I reached out and I said, hey, babe, like, I would love to have you come on the, the show again and talk about all this healing. And she said, I would love to. And we were trying to set it up. And obviously, she was preoccupied and she wasn't doing a whole lot of things. She did a couple of um, podcasts here and there. But that was the plan. We are going to have another conversation about how how she healed herself. So here's what makes me angry. I'm angry she's dead. That's for sure. I'm angry because she was really young. I'm angry because she supported literally millions of people in their businesses. And um, there's a giant hole now, a void, where she sat at the table. And that makes me angry. I always get angry when somebody that I care about leaves this plane. But what makes me more angry is the world of oncology. And what makes me more angry is the shit people are saying now. Jesse Lee decided to go on a holistic direction to heal her cancer. She, so she had stage four colorectal cancer. And there's many reasons why you, you can speculate why she got it. She had the gene that actually makes that more, makes her more susceptible. She hadn't done a lot of healing. And this was what I loved so fucking much about her is that she was hardcore. And then when she got sick, she realized, holy shit, like I haven't healed what's needed to be healed. And that's part of why I got sick. And that's, that. My I had a ton of respect for her pre-cancer, but my respect grew so deeply for her because she made no apologies about shifting her thinking out loud to, for everybody to see. And what does that mean? It means that she was pushing like a fucking maniac for years. And then she said multiple times, God knew this was the only way to fucking slow me down. And she's right. He slowed her fucking down too much, obviously. But this was the only way, and I say this to you guys all the time, if you don't take a break on purpose, your body's going to force a break. It's that fucking simple. In the feminine energy, we are not built to push as hard as society tells you you should. And eventually your body goes, fuck that, I'm done, I'm taking a break. And sometimes the break is permanent. And so, let me just fix the camera here. So, that's essentially what happened. She was forced to slow it down. She was forced to heal and understand why the disease became what it became. Um, her diet was, you know, a lot of, you know, she was a carnivore, like pretty hardcore into the carnivore diet and she did like, she was keto and all that. So when she got sick, she, she switched to straight raw vegan and juiced her ass off. She was juicing all the time. And she made no apologies for it. And I, again, I respect that. It's like, 
when something like a lot of people at that status would have been like making bullshit excuses. They may maybe wouldn't have even been open about it, but she didn't give a fuck. She was like, no, I can't do that. Like I've got cancer now and the body needs this. And like, does that mean everyone should be a, a vegan today? No, but it means when you're healing, that sometimes is the protocol. That's just how it goes. Colorectal cancer in particular. So what pisses me off is the fact that when an oncologist, so she, again, she's very, very open about her journey. Give me one second here. She's really super open about her journey in terms of like what the first thing she did and then the next thing. Oh, Lord. So when she first started her, like when she first got diagnosed, she went, um, like I said, she went to a traditional oncologist and the oncologist took it upon himself to say, if you don't do what we say, as in aggressive chemo, really very, very, very serious drugs, very serious, you know, chemicals. If you don't do what we say, then you're going to be dead by November. Imagine that just for one second, imagine some fucking doctor. And if you, you know, my audience, I think tends to understand you know, red pill, blue pill. I think you guys understand that. And so you might probably aren't going to come at me, but let's just, I, I'm not even, you can't even say that, oh, he's just trying to, no, the fuck he's not. He's trying to be an asshole and scare the shit out of people. Because when you say shit like that, what do you think the subconscious mind hears? And I'm going to give you another perfect example. And I bet I could find thousands of examples of this. But when you have somebody who says to you, if you don't do what I say, you're going to die by this fucking day, what do you think will happen to your mind, to your subconscious? It's going to hear it. It cannot unhear it. And this doctor said to her, if you don't do what I say, you're going to be gone by November. You won't see November is, is the quote, actually. Now, this is where shit gets real for me. This happened to my mother. I went to a doctor's appointment with her. And it was nine, the doctor said, you've got between nine months and two years with this kind of cancer, with treatment. My mother heard nine months. She was symptom free for eight months. No symptoms, she was just living her life. And then four weeks before the nine month mark, she went downhill, like, and I'm talking fucking nosedive. And died two days less, nine months from that doctor's appointment. And that is what makes me the most angry. And then there's going to be some of you, well, cancer doesn't, it's, that doesn't care. You know, it's unpredictable. So here's what's real. A week and a half ago, Jesse Lee was live and I check in on her and you know, whatever. The cancer went from like a stage four to like a stage two. They did a whole PET scan on her and said, uh, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. We don't want to see you now for six months. Hear that. A week ago, not a holistic oncologist, an oncologist read her PET scan and said, six months, we'll see you in six months. Tell me how she just all of a sudden went fucking south in a week after that. Because her mind, this fucking doctor said it. 
And as strong as her mind was, as strong as she was, it got in there. So what did she pass from? Obviously, I'm not here to make any claims, but online, what you're, what I've read is like everybody knows she had a kidney stone and she got ill and passed within 48, six, you know, 72 hours. Like it was quick. So a lot of speculation is that the kidney stone caused an infection because her immune system is fighting something else. It, it became septic. And so she went into shock, blood poisoning, and that's, who knows? We'll see what happens when things come out. But that's the that's the rumor or the, you know, consensus is that's what and that makes sense. She had a kidney stone that was giving her tons of fucking trouble and it wasn't resolving itself. And but so it's like if she got hit by a car, it would be still that that little to do with her actual cancer. Yes, I understand, you know, her immune system didn't fight the the uh, kidney stone like it would have had she um, been well, but still it was a kidney stone, right? We're not talking about a lot of other things. It was a kidney stone. And my point is that she got it in her mind and look what happened. So what pisses me off about these oncologists, because they do it in Canada, they do it in the States, they do it everywhere. They give, who the fuck are they? They're not God, but they walk around parading like they are. I, and I, and remember one of my first, well, the first Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins that I went to, Joseph McClendon III is one of his speakers. He spends a whole day with us and it's actually so incredible. And he tells the story on day four about his mother. His mother was diagnosed with cancer, late stage cancer. And this was like, you know, 30, 40 years ago, I'm, I'm thinking, I, well, maybe not 40, but let's call it 25 years ago, whatever the time is, like a while back. And before cell phones. And the doctor brought, you know, said to the kids, Joseph and his sister, your mom's, you know, terminal, she's ill, she's got cancer, blah, blah, blah. And this is how much time and I'm going to tell her really what the scoop is. I'm going to give her, you know, you've got this long to live, et cetera, et cetera. And, jo- and I'm super condensing the story. He tells it beautifully. Basically, though, he said, don't you fucking tell her anything about any time frame. You can tell her to get her affairs in order. You can tell her it's serious, that you've got to work really hard to get better. But do not fucking tell her that she's going to be dead in X amount of time. And he fought. Like, he tells about how he got kicked out of the hospital. He was escorted out by security. He fought hard, but they never told her. She lived for another 11 and a half years and died of old age. Like, if we believe as a group, and this is directly to you, if we believe that the mind can create and manifest beautiful things in our life, why the fuck are we forgetting that it can do the opposite? And when somebody tells you in an authority, in an authoritative position, like a doctor, an oncologist who's looking at your body scans can tell you you're going to die in three months. Why do we think that that body isn't going to, and that subconscious isn't going to cling to that? Not everybody does. Some people don't. She did. I really believe that. And that's what makes me angry, that had he not said that, maybe she would still be here. Maybe not. But my belief system is that she would be. So if you believe the mind can create beautiful things, don't forget the mind can also destroy.
and I'm, I I would say I'm still in shock. I mean, I'm her her uh, boyfriend Aviram. I follow him on like we actually just um we just connected on Instagram, and he's got you know he tripled his following in the last forty eight hours because everyone's trying to pour into him. That was the love of his life. It was obvious they were desperately in love. They'd only had a year together. And so I'm pissed off for him. I'm pissed off for Courtney, her best friend. I'm pissed off for the dogs. I'm sad for the dogs. Wookie Lee and Kumba, her pride and joy. I'm sad for all of you who were coached by her. I'm sad for everybody. I'm sad for me. I'm sad for her. I'm angry, though, because I really don't understand why these doctors feel it necessary to give timelines. All you have to say is get your things in order just in case. That's it. That's fucking it. Leave it at that. Going any deeper is potentially going to kill that patient. Did it kill my mom? For sure it did. For sure it did. And I believe that that's why JL is not with us now. And I know so. oh, it's your anger. No, listen to me. If we believe that our mind can create, we have to remember that it can also destroy. So a negative thought is not as powerful, we know, as a positive one. So just continue to be the gatekeeper of your thoughts. And I mean, right now, I have to be. I'm... It, I'm I'm really struggling, right? Because I'm really pissed off. I went to the gym today. I haven't been in a while. And I I released a lot of shit there. I'm going to do a breathwork session as soon as I can if you want to go to an incredible breathwork healing. Um it's Breathwork Healing in Oshawa, Ontario. That's where I go. Um it's the most incredible place to release. I had a crazy release last weekend. Not the one that just passed, but the, sorry, the Monday before that. But do the things to clear your mind of the negative shit too, because man, it's fucking powerful. So that's, that's sort of it. Um, Jesse Lee, if you can hear me or feel me, I'm sorry that you're gone. I'm going to miss watching you. I'm going to miss chatting with you. And I'm, I'm really sorry that it ended this way. And I, I often, like, you know, I just think, oh, God, I hope she wasn't in too much pain. And Yeah. Anyway. Rest in peace, beautiful. I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Bye.